sandwich if I called a hot doggy sandwich? Do you think that you'd be fine with it? If not, then why? Let's bust this wide. Mary, Carrie, Kelly, oh my, is it a sandwich? Well, let's decide. Welcome back. Great to have you here. I'm Matt Ardell, the producer who likes his burgers like his mouth smashed. <laughs> you know... Smash burgers, smash mouth. It, it was a 90s band. I'm old. I'm sorry. Oh, man, that was bad. Uh, okay, I'll stop embarrassing myself now. Uh, all right, everyone. Order up. Oh, Matt, you're the best. <laughs> I did not know where that was going. And the fact that you saved it with a smash mouth reference is just beautiful. Because... Uh, I don't know when that last happened. Uh, I am Kelly Simnikas coming to you from Toronto, Canada, doing the podcast here, uh, diving into the big question, is a hamburger a sandwich? So far, uh, we've only had one person say yes. Um, Carrie, Mary, Matt, has your opinion changed since episode one? Mine has not. No, not I'm still I'm still a no. A hamburger is not a sandwich. Uh, I do want to hear from, you know, maybe some of our guests will change my mind. Uh, I'm open. I'm open to that possibility. But right now I'm still thinking it's not a sandwich. Yeah. By the look on Mary's face, I'm going no. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm stubborn. Yeah. I'm stubborn and I'm sticking firm with a hamburger is not a sandwich because I still believe it's a dinner item. And a sandwich is reserved for lunch. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> really, I, I, you know, you think I, I really, I have lots of time on my hands. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but this, this, this is, I'm passionate. And I haven't felt passion for so long because I've been married 20 years. This, <laughs> this is where we're at. Hello. <laughs> um, Matt, do you have any uh, hot facts that may have swayed you in a different direction? You staying firm with could be, could not be? You know, I'm still kind of burger agnostic. You know, I, I'm sort of like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm non-denominational at this point. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's a, like, it really, you know, a lot of what makes a burger, a burger is, is it's, it's con- the condiments. It's what's on the burger. Mm. And I mean, in, in, in yeah, last episode, I mentioned uh, Louis lunch in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, now that is where the burger is born. And they, to this day, have a rule that they will only serve it with onions, tomato, cheese spread, cheese wow. spread, not cheese, a cheese spread. And those are the only condiments maintaining a ban on ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise, which, you know, I, I mean, for most people, those are like uh, at least mustard is like a, a uh-huh. universal. I yeah, don't approve of then, this. No, yeah. and I, I I can't imagine like a burger without like for me it's ketchup, mustard, and relish. Those are my mm-hmm. my three. Uh, right. But yeah, like I can't imagine without mustard at least. Um, mm-hmm. But wow. uh, yeah, and I mean D- Dijon mustard. I, I still grew. I grew up during the Grey Poupon era mm-hmm. where you know you see the car would pull up the window would roll down um so and that's that's like you know dijon mustard is the most famous mustard in the world by brand recognition and uh, you know I, I just like 
I know whenever something, I know it's a fancy burger when somebody's put Dijon mustard on See, it. See, you lose me when you get the Dijon. I do not like the Dijon. I love how when you were talking about the Dijon, you did a nice 1973 roll down the window reference that today's youth will not understand. With the motion of rolling down the window, it was lovely. Um, but um, no, I, I, I've tried the Dijon. I can't get into it. I am a yellow mustard purist. Maybe that makes me a child, but I'm just going to go with that. Mm -hmm. that's that's fair what matt was mentioning actually Mm -hmm. uh going into the sandwich territory bit there's a spot in montreal called lewinsky's yeah lewinsky light lunch um lewinsky's bologna sandwich uh just mustard if you ask for no mustard i think you will be ushered out the door of this place that's just how they serve it uh, they charge you more. They charge you more if you if you ask for without. My dad grew up there, and he's still in Montreal. And they literally will charge you five cents or something more if you ask for it without. I'm not kidding. I, I've never had bologna sandwich with mustard on it. That is <gasps> what? I, I, it's really? ketchup. It's ketchup for me. No, it's no, like, no, 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 absolutely not. Wrong, no. wrong. App. Nope, sorry, that is that is. That is not okay. No, no. I agree. I, I well, have to correct that then. I will, I, will, I will write that wrong. Well, I have a question for Matt, though. Do you, you said you are a ketchup mustard relish person for your hamburger. Mm-hmm. Do you like sweet relish or just the basic non-sweet relish? Mm-hmm. A sweet relish. It's mm-hmm. a sweet relish. Yeah, I, I've got a bad sweet tooth when it comes to the when it comes to my burgers. So I mean, the mustard like, like offsets the ketchup and relish a bit. Um, but I I I I don't I do like a very sweet burger. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the the mustard chatter uh, just it's just a smooth spread into our guest. <laughs> oh, nice, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to try to do a smash mouth reference, but I couldn't do it quick enough. All the good ones. Uh, But let's get into episode two. Board her up. Kelly, who's on the show today? Oh my gosh. I am so excited because not only is he a dear friend of mine, this is also, I, I call him Mr. Mustard. I'm sure there's a better nickname. Colonel, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Colonel Mustard. <laughs> He's the guy who knows his condiment inside and out. Mustard is just the name of the game. Also, if you are flying in or out of Toronto's Pearson Airport, do yourself a favor. Go visit Kaplansky's Delicatessen. Have one of the best sandwiches you will ever have in your life. I promise you. Uh, you may have seen him on the Food Network competing on shows like Guy's Grocery Games. Uh, he's one of the best. He's a new dad. He's the coolest guy. Zane Kaplansky's here. Hey, thank you. So happy to have you, friend. How are you doing? It's wonderful to be here. Wonderful to see you. I remember the first moment we met in the deli. I remember exactly where you were sitting. (laughs) I remember uh, the the next time you came in, or maybe it was the time after that, that you brought your brother, who ended (laughs) up having a very important role in in my life and in the, the restaurant. He was our, our first very competent manager of our food truck, Thunder and Thelma, uh-huh. and really sort of saved the day. And um, 
And it's so nice to see you. And I remember all of the places that you and I went for breakfast all over Toronto as well and all the <laughs> meals that we had together. And it's- I it's know. Before you got yourself married and had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We have brought you here. You're doing some really cool stuff. Have some great products to uh, offer up to people with the mustards. Um, but uh, Carrie, you've got yes. some questions for Zane. Zane, I do. We have five questions that we're asking all of our guests. So this is your turn. Ready? Got what, it. What is a meal that takes you instantly back to childhood? Well, and and uh, Kelly gave me a great um, uh, entry point for this one, which is Shabbat dinner mm. for Jewish people. It's something that happens every Friday night. And since my son was born, it's something that we've started doing. I haven't done it for, you know, 20 plus years, maybe 30 plus years. Mm. Ever since I can remember, Friday night was always the night that the family was expected to sit together at the dinner table. Every Friday night, we would have a roast chicken. Every Friday night, we would have challah, which mm-hmm. is, um, we call it like poor man's brioche. It's sort of an egg <laughs> bread that that uh, isn't as fancy or delicious as as brioche is, but it's pretty good. And <laughs> um, and now, actually, here where I live in in uh, British Columbia, my wife and her mother have taken on the the um, joy of braiding a uh, a raisin challah for Friday night dinner. And it's I have a tablecloth that my booby made for me sewed my name into it so I can prove the fact that it was for me uh, (laughs) that we use every Friday night as a Shabbat uh, tablecloth. And every Friday night when we, um, when we get together to have the blessing over the wine, the blessing over the bread, the blessing over our son and the blessing over the candles, um, it does transport me back to those earliest times when, when uh, the earliest meals that I can remember. So every Friday night, I get a reminder of where I've come from, who I am, and to try and pass that on, at least the good parts, to, uh, <laughs> to my, my son as well. Oh, that is lovely. Um, we used to, we haven't done like Shabbat dinner in a while in my family. My mother-in-law was doing it for a long, long time, but everyone's getting older and it's just, it's a lot to prepare. And so- Recently, we did uh, our holiday dinner, and it was nice to have the whole family around and to do all those blessings over the food and everything. So, oh, that's such a wonderful tradition you're doing with your little guy. You know, it uh, is it is a yeah. COVID interrupt this kind of problem that people have had. But Shabbat <laughs> is one of those yeah. family centric things that that um, I guess a couple of years ago I had my parents send me that tablecloth, right? And having the tablecloth really sets the stage for those moments. And I have a of um, a Shabbat uh, wine glass that we mm-hmm. use and a pair of candlesticks as well. And that ritual, that tradition uh, reminds me of, you know, in my family, we had four kids. And in my family, you don't get food passed to you unless you <laughs> name the person you need to pass it. So Carrie, please pass the potatoes. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't, the, the volume of the conversation and the yeah. argument and the 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 cacophony of sounds <laughs> that's my memory of childhood and and you know my brother mark playing 
playing host. He was the game show host. He liked to ask <laughs> questions and stump you on the answers. And, <laughs> and uh, the food was almost incidental, but it was the family getting together. And the fact that, or the idea that my son will experience his own version of Shabbat dinner, even as I said before, uh, or maybe it was before we hit the record button, that he won't remember this mm-hmm. stage of his life, but that at some future time, this nostalgia button will be pushed. Right. That's, I love that. That's so fantastic. Oh, good for you, man. That's awesome. Okay. Here's another question. What is your favorite late night snack? Well, I mean, it's not even a question. I mean, for me, it's popcorn. And popcorn is like craving. I mean, the the nice thing about popcorn is that it's a vegetable. So you can even (laughs) feel good about the fact that that you're eating. Like, how does it get better than that? You know, butter? Popcorn, salt, <laughs> you know, like the, the, the North American indigenous people did us all a huge favor by, <laughs> by introducing this, this snack food to our, our culture. And, and uh, um, I used to, at a, at a previous stage in my life, I used to use the, um, the Kraft Dinner uh, oh. cheese packets. Yeah. What? As yes. a flavoring agent. Yes. Yep. And and I would I would say this was before the large movie chains who shall not be named uh, would add those cheese flavorings to yeah. your popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was a bit of a product development genius by figuring this out. <laughs> and uh, and then the best part is, of course, it cakes onto your fingers, so you get to lick it off. Plus, all those little bits of corn kernels that get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> It's the snack food that keeps on giving, folks. It's just the perfect snack. Late night, early morning, doesn't matter when. I've brought popcorn home from the movie theater and eaten it three days later. Yep. And it's oh, awesome. okay. It doesn't go bad. No. You can have four cups, you guys. Four cups of popcorn. Four cups. I can't have four cups of anything. You know, four real- cups. We'll talk, people. Who here has ever come home from the movies and found popcorn in their bra? Me. See, there Very you go. Yeah. So that's admit, good. Just... I admit that I have. What does that say yes. about? <laughs> it says you're saving the popcorn for later. That's fantastic. Okay. That's why I smuggled it in. <laughs> All right. So I know you just had a new little munchkin, your little boy. And that's awesome. So I don't know if you and your wife are getting out too many dates. Uh, without the baby these days, but what would you say is the worst food to eat, the worst meal to eat on a date? So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound sexist, and mm. whatever comes after that phrase <laughs> is sexist. <laughs> it's like I'm not a racist, but and then you are a racist. Okay, I had to ask my wife, and she said to me with a big smile, "Chicken feet." And I'll, oh. I'll explain the story. <laughs> On our very first date, I took Willa to Dilo, which is a wonderful restaurant on College Street. It's owned by Nick Liu. Uh, if you haven't been, please go. He's a wonderful chef and a wonderful man. And Nick sent out, because we're friends, <laughs> he sent out, and I put that in air quotes, because chicken feet are 
not an easy dish to know how to eat, especially if you've never eaten chicken feet. And as I'm sure none of you are aware, maybe Kelly is, when I'm nervous, I talk a lot. And on my first date with my future wife, I was kind of nervous <laughs> and I was very talky. So when Nick brought out this uh, Korean fried chicken feet, KFC dish that he was quite famous for <laughs> and justifiably so, I was yappity yappity yap and Willa <laughs> wanted to start to try it, but she didn't know if she's supposed to spit or swallow. <laughs> Bone, skin, and sinew, and you're intended to spit out the bones. But she's a lady. Oh my gosh. In the truest sense of that word, she would never spit out food at dinner. So she was, she was hoping that I would take a breath and a beat and a bite. <laughs> to show her how she's supposed to eat these. Because it would have been, yeah, you know, you spit out the bones and you keep going. You suck off the skin, you eat the sinew, and, and it's all about the sauce. No, no. Oh, I was too, God. you won't even believe this. I was too self-absorbed. No, 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 it's true. I was, I promise. <laughs> you won't believe it, but it's true. And I was talking and talking, talking, likely about myself. And, <laughs> and she was left to her own devices. And I'm thinking to myself, that's strange. Why is she swallowing all the bones? Oh, no. Oh, who does that? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not order or accept a plate of chicken feet on a date. Although it did turn out quite well. So, Although I, I should say this too. My wife will tell you that it was the worst first date of her uh -huh. life. Oh, my. Well, yeah, she was taken to the ER after that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yes, the chicken feet were, were a contributing factor, but this, the, the partner in her date said to her at one point, this being me, so uh, uh, I want to have children, yes or no? <laughs> On a first date? First date. First date. Oh, you're in or you're out? Yeah, I know. How are you I married with a child at this point? This, this, <laughs> kind of, this is fantastic. I, I'm so proud of you. Like when it, I you said she's a through. lady, she's a sainted lady is what Apparently she is. Apparently so. Jeez. The degree of, of, of forbearance, the degree of sensitivity, you know, it worked out. I got my wish. I got a boy. I got yeah. a, a son, a child. I didn't care what gender it was or, yeah, yeah. or will be. Um, but for her, it's like, Pump the brakes, Kaplansky. What are you even doing here? First the chicken feet and now the babies? What? Are, who are you? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it all worked out despite your your bumbling ways. This I know. Your despite myself, Carrie, yeah. you're exactly right. I don't even know how I survived. But you did, so that's – I thank my lucky stars. Oh. Okay, that's hilarious. Okay, question four. Here you go. What was the best burger you ever ate and where did you have it? So this was a torturous. Uh, uh -huh. This is a torturous question because I've eaten a lot of great burgers, mm. but uh, you know, it occurred to me that what's always mattered most to me is the is the context of the food that I eat, not just the burger. And you know, Kelly and I had breakfast once at a restaurant called Stockyards. Oh, in Toronto. yum! And Tom Davis. Uh, may he rest in peace, 
was a colleague and mm-hmm. uh, just a next level restaurateur in Toronto. And and Tom created a burger called the Butter Burger, which is like on the on the scale of burgers, it's like out here. It's just so fatty, so delicious, <laughs> so perfectly cooked, buttering the buns. Mm. But that I don't even think is the is the best burger I've ever had, only because a few weeks ago, Willa and Archie and I were in Halifax and we were visiting friends and we staying with our friends Steve and Dawn and their daughter Olive. And these are people who were Toronto people who moved to Halifax and we haven't seen them now for about four years. And we were only with them for three nights. The first night we arrived very late. And so we had our last dinner together and Dawn said, did you want to have, uh, we can go out for dinner or we can make burgers here. And I said, you know what? Oh, and she said, and Steve makes great burgers. And I thought, you know what? This is what matters is the time that you spend together, the effort that it takes, the thoughtfulness of the the hand-pressed burgers. And in fact, Steve and I went shopping together. Now, one fun small fact is that Don and I are ex-girlfriend and boyfriend. (laughs) How wonderful my wife is. We actually had... Two, possibly three of my ex-girlfriends at our at our wedding here. Um, <laughs> and then she's totally okay with this. And 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 this was really the the day that I got to spend uh, a really good amount of time with Steve and got to know him way better and to connect more deeply. And Olive, as a five-year-old, was so enraptured with our son and loved to play big sister and loved to share her toys and loved to play with him and to see, to see Dawn and Willa play together as well and to connect as moms and all the the things that happened. You know, Steve made a half beef, half ground pork burger with Mm. a perfectly grilled bun and I should say Kaplansky's mustard. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but all kinds of appropriate condiments. Uh, and we sat on their deck maybe a week, maybe 10 days before Hurricane Fiona, which at okay. that point was a, a serious storm, struck their their area, knocked out their power. And it really was perfect in the sense of, you know, we ate way later than we normally would have, but it was the perfect burger at the perfect moment with a group of friends who really care about us, who we care about too. And it was part of the journey of life that, that matters so much. So I would really have to classify uh, that Steve's burger in Halifax a couple of weeks ago as the one burger that when you ask the question resonates with me as the best burger I ever had. I love that oh, I so love much. That. That's the best. Have you had a longer winded answer than that? No. That's <laughs> but, it's, but it's also such a genuine it's such a genuine answer and I love it because it's true. When you when you're with friends and you have those moments and you just know you're gonna remember them and 
it's just there's something so special about that. So I'm so glad and and tell Steve uh, to expect us all uh, soon. You know, we'll just <laughs> yeah, take a address. Yeah, I'll provide that after the show. Uh, okay, I should I should tell you that I always resisted and successfully so um, putting television sets into the deli. And part of the reason I didn't want to have televisions was that I, I kind of wanted to force people to talk to each other. Yeah. I wanted people to have to sit and be together. And for me, those moments are so special and so mm-hmm. important that people connect the way that the five of us are right now, the way that that hopefully we are with our families and friends in, in general, and that that sense of connection can happen through a humble burger on a patio or a deck in Halifax, that just meant the world to me. And, mm-hmm. and that I can have a friendship with somebody that can weather the various storms of life and maintain itself. Um, and the fact that it was a great burger. He <laughs> made a genuinely great burger. Uh, I'm happy to report that's number one. That's awesome. And there's something about eating outside too that's so fantastic. Food always tastes so great outside. So thinking about this burger, this is the big question. We're all trying to answer this question in our podcast. Is a hamburger a sandwich? You know, I have to say without equivocation, a hamburger (laughs) absolutely is a sandwich. Oh. It wants to be a sandwich. You know, if you were to wrap that hamburger in a lettuce bun, uh huh, is it a salad? Oh, that's getting oh. deep. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. But this is the point. You've asked a deeply philosophical question. Mm. You've asked, is something something else? That's not a – I mean, it mm. is what it is. It's a hamburger. And when you look at my menu in the restaurant and I list my sandwiches – the hamburger is in that list of sandwiches. Oh. It's in between two pieces of bread, whether that's a bun or whether mm-hmm. that's two pieces of – if you ask for my hamburger on challah, mm-hmm. is it still a hamburger? Of right. course it is. Yeah. You know, and and I'm, I'm much more about what something is versus something – what something isn't. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of disqualifying a hamburger – uh, and I'll say that, that I've thought a lot about this because I got I got trapped a number of years ago with the question of, is a hot dog a sandwich? Mm-hmm. And I was bold enough to say that, no, it's not. And I regret that decision because if, I ha- if a hot dog wants to be a sandwich, go ahead and be a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, would I be stepping in a very – steamy pile of of challenging you know sociological uh questions if i said that we are all whoever we want to be and whether the question is is line of work whether the question is um i would say gender or anything else whatever you who you are or who you want to be I'm not the person who can disqualify you. I'm not the person who's going to say no. If a hamburger wants to be a salad, it can be a salad. If Mm -hmm. a hamburger wants to be, you know, whatever it wants to be, that's fine with me. And and, um, do I consider a hamburger a sandwich? Sure. 
you know, there, there's there's nothing about it to me that says that says no, you're mm-hmm. not part of this uh, the, the the club, and um, you're not welcome here. <laughs> the and, club sandwich. I love and this answer. This is fantastic. Guys, I love this answer. I this is this deep. Yeah. Yes. Well, well I mean, to be honest with you, you know, the, the whole hot dog question really troubled me for a long time. <laughs> and, I, and I felt I felt really remorseful about saying that, no, a hot dog couldn't be a sandwich, you know, because then you say to yourself, well, if it has to be two pieces of bread, is a subway, a sa- is a sub, a sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's all the, of these, well, what if, what if, what if? And, you know, a hamburger is a hamburger. And as far as I'm concerned, it's wonderful and perfect and special just as it is. And if it wants to call itself a sandwich, if it wants to call itself a salad, if it wants to call itself a pizza (laughs) with a piece of dough and a little tomato sauce and maybe some cheese, that hamburger can be a pizza as far as I'm concerned. This is very aspirational. You know, we can all be whatever we want to be. I'm loving this. That's my point. I love it, Zane. I'm getting that Zane might be coming out with like a children's book called If You Want to Be a Burger. Yes. Not a bad plan. It sounds like a kid's book, dude. You know, I've been reading a lot of kids' books lately. That might not <laughs> And the the thin uh, whisper of a plot that these things tend to have, you know, you can be a hamburger, to me, is going to win the Governor General's Prize for <laughs> kids' books. You should get on that. That's because actually not a bad plan. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> and, then, and then have your mustard sponsor the book on the back. And then yeah. you, know, you could you could have it. This I'm I'm looking at Christmas merchandise or Hanukkah Hanukkah merchandise. Hanukkah merchandise. Yeah. We need some Mary. Hanukkah stuff. Yeah, yeah. I and love put, it. And the book, and then wrap your mustard next to it. Oh my God! <laughs> no, there's then, a little there plush, a little plush hamburger <laughs> hugging the Kaplansky's mustard. mustard. There it is. There, there we go. It is. You right. know, we actually we actually did our own coloring book, <laughs> and I paid an artist to create a, a, a Kaplansky's deli coloring book. Which made me so happy that the kids would sit down and they would color in, you know, uh, that they would deface my my image as, as much as they wanted to. It, it really made me so proud to, to know that people could just scribble all over. With... That's I awesome. think you can say that parenthood has changed things because I've been a parenthood. Par- I've been a parenthood. Hi, menopause. I've been a parent. Uh, you know, fourteen and fifteen years now, and. Um, you know, I, I'm so glad Zane, that you're remembering these times before, you know, as your kid's young, because I was in the weeds. Oh, oh we're there scared. Is. Oh, have you ever, have you ever in your entire life? Oh, oh you're very Archie thinks you're wrong. Archie, Archie thinks it's not a sandwich. Yeah. I think I skipped that was. What did you do? How did you do? What did you do to my son? <laughs> He's delicious. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 what a cutie. Archie, yes. a hamburger is a sandwich. Hi, little bug. Oh, You're so God. sweet. Have you ever in your life? No, he's so oh, yummy. So cute. Shane upon him, as we say. It's a Shane upon him for sure. Oi. Okay. Well, Zane, we'll, we'll let you and Archie and Willa be. Um, but before we go, where can everyone get your mustard worldwide? Just North America. What's the deal? 
So we have uh, worldwide distribution via our Shopify website, kaplanskis.com. Uh, we have about 500 retailers around Canada and some in the United States as well. And there's lots and lots of restaurants who are using our mustard in their hamburger and sandwich creations across the country too. Um, you know, I've, I've been... Uh, oh, on our website, there's a mustard... Thank you, Willa. On our website, there's a mustard map that tells you all of the locations that you can oh, find cool. our mustards. Perfect. We support our, our retailers and go and, and buy them. We also have our um, four-pack variety packs that are wonderful possible gifts for Christmas or Hanukkah. Who doesn't want much for Hanukkah, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want for Hanukkah? what everyone's putting on their yeah, lists this year. Right? <laughs> so they're, they're, everything is possible. And... and uh, uh, you'll find us everywhere you find good mustard or bad mustard. Good to see your friend. All Thank right. you so much so for coming nice by today. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank oh, little buddy. Oh, there <laughs> I think Zane, we've only done two of these, but I think he's had my favorite answer so far. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. what it wants to be. It's very, ooh. Very zen. Yeah. DC has made him very zen. It's very zen. <laughs> What's made him zen? Being, Where is it? Being out on the, on the well, west coast. Of directions, west coast of Canada. Just being near oh. the ocean and the trees. And Zane has zened up with that answer. It's good. Yeah. He's a new dad. That baby is the cutest. Very sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, cute. Um, are are the minds changed? Uh, I I I feel like I had someone in my camp, so I feel like I'm still like firm on it could be or it couldn't be. But you're still on the fence. You and Matt are still on the fence. Very much a fence. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm if if anything, I'm even more on the fence now. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I, I'm I'm bringing a, a very small step ladder over to the fence. <laughs> not a big ladder, not a big like extendy ladder. A small, maybe two step step stool. Um, I'm I'm because uh, I was a very you know no, it's not a sandwich. But now after hearing our the most recent oh. guests, I'm 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 nearer to the fence. Come over. I'm only five foot three. I don't. I, 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 it's, a low fence. it's a low fence. I'm only five feet tall. I need the step stool, but I'm coming. <laughs> I'm bringing a stool. I'm not over it yet. I'm not even on it yet, but I'm near it. All yeah. Right. Well, next okay. episode will mark our halfway point. We'll see if mine's changed, but you'll mm -hmm. have to tune in. <laughs> I think we're all going to get a burger now, though, right? Sounds good oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. And Enjoy. it's still not a sandwich. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. California says no. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that's that. So the first thing I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask everybody the same. Tell me your name and how old you are. Um, Eli. Oh, my name is Eli, and I'm seven. Good. Okay, so here's my question. Is a hamburger a sandwich? Uh, yes. Can you explain why? Um, uh, can I have a second? 
Of course. <laughs> it's a complicated question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Need more? Some more seconds? <laughs> I can come back to you. Yeah, never mind. Okay, no worries. All right, do you want to do it? Um, I can try. Try. I guarantee it'll just be good though. It doesn't need to be good. It just needs to be honest. Okay. Tell me your name and how old you are. My name is Haven. I'm 14 years old. Haven, is a hamburger a sandwich? No. No. Definitive no. Why not? A sandwich is stuffed between two pieces of bread and a hamburger is a patty of meat or whatever meat. Um, beef. Fake meat or whatever you want. No between two like pieces of the bun and it's not the same thing. So the difference, the issue is the kind of bread? Yes. Okay, this is very interesting. Thank you. Can I do it or no? <laughs> okay, you don't have to. Order Up is hosted and produced by Matt Ardill. Mary Kennedy. Carrie Hain. Kelly Zanekis. And original music is by Rebecca McDonald. <laughs>